everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. about this interview that we're going to do today you are why well um you know i i find the topic of this movie um that he has out currently that's um you know we're going to be talking about uh, i find that fascinating and um you know just uh like i i know some guests that we've had in the past um you know haven't been born in the u.s and it's, I'm always curious to see, like, you know, what type of accent that they have um, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I mean, with your, uh, you know, you used to say hello in different languages. And uh, I believe he speaks Russian. Yes, and, and, you know, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but... Since I have stopped doing that this season and really a little bit of last season, too, I don't think I, you know, picked up on my hellos. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the countries are missing that. Um, yeah. So maybe in the new year, I'm going to have to pick that back up. But, um, you know, it just goes to show you just like saying hello just a little thing like that can make a big difference yeah that's true i believe he's from ukraine um belarus belarus i'm sorry yeah yeah and um you know that's i i just am very curious i know that since you have had more exposure to the russian language that you will probably not be as, um, I guess it won't seem as uncommon to you as, you know, like I don't typically hear anyone speaking in Russian. And um, so I'm just really curious, you know, what his accent will sound like now. Well, I'm sure he's not going to do the interview in Russian. No, you know, I, I really, because beyond hello, uh, I, <laughs> right. I'd be as far I would be able to go, and I have to turn it over to you at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I might be able to pick up a few words here and there, but that's about it. That you know that Christmas uh, gift wish thing that we had about the translator. That's right. That would come that's in. About the good time for us to have that item. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully he does uh, does the interview in English. That would be good. Well. Okay, so the the movie, um, he plays a bad guy. And this is, you know, a movie about bullies and, like, what happens if you bully the wrong person? You know, you always see, like, the, the kid that everybody picks on or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, because they don't fight back or, or whatever, it just continues. Um, but, like, in this movie... Um, you know, (laughs) 
like they underestimated i guess and uh bad things happened because they were bullies to the wrong person not that there's ever a right person to be bullied but you know what i mean like yeah, um, yeah. would you rather be the uh would you rather play a villain or a uh, good person in a movie uh, you know, I mean, so I was thinking of that, like, you know, um, I think it would be a, a lot of fun to be the villain, but I also, you know, like it when people love me. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it so, happens to the villain in most of, most movies. Well, they usually get arrested or killed, <laughs> Yeah, or worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's usually not a happy ending. So, no, no. Um, you know, so again, that would be another good reason to choose being the good guy. Um, but like just from the acting standpoint, I'm sure it's like nice to be able to. I mean, it sounds okay. So it sounds like kind of warped if you say like, you know, like like what do bad guys do they either kill people or they steal or they you know like right. rob them. yeah you know but they have to drive really fast you know in cool cars <laughs> okay um, or you know they're like um i mean they're always like living on the edge you know doing the things that like you don't get to do in real life yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, so. I mean, that part is kind of appealing. And, you know, like, some of the bad guys are very, um, you know, they, they appear very respectable and, like, that they have a, a normal everyday life, but it's their, you know, dark side that comes out. Yeah, yeah. There's... People don't see, so, yeah. And in that way, I think, um, I don't know. I mean, obviously in the world, not just acting, but, you know, there there must be a lot of, like, bad guys, so. Sure. Uh, and, you know, and bad girls, too. I mean, it's not just males, of course. Right. Although, um, if I had to guess a percentage, I, I would say it probably is a little bit higher on the male side but i guess it depends on what you're talking about though i mean you know i mean there's lots of bad females in the world i mean i guess it depends on what your definition of bad is well i mean okay like like um you know how many how many like crimes are committed by females versus males? I, I would say it's a higher for males. Yeah, I would guess uh, probably higher. I mean, I don't know that for sure though. Me either. <laughs> I mean, it makes but, sense, I guess, that it would be males. I, I mean, in general, I think males are just always like, you know, they're usually in charge, like, more of them are bosses or whatever, um, so, it only makes sense, 
and they've been the head of the household, you know, all those years. <laughs> so, okay. uh, you know, since if whoever gets to make the decisions and have the power, it only stands to reason that there would be more corruption in that, you know, in the power part. Like the, you know, the person without power, it's kind of hard for them to be too bad. <laughs> well, I mean, plenty of people have, uh, you know, committed crimes because they're not in power. Like, think of the, you know, the person who goes and robs a bank because they're poor and they need money. Or, um, you know, they commit an act of workplace violence or something. Um, I suppose that's could be true but I kind of like think about I don't know um, it just seems like it would be more the people in power okay well I mean I guess it's probably a combination really when it comes down to it I think you and I are about the only good guys left <laughs> And the people in our audience, of course. Oh, well, definitely, um, you know, and, and I think they, you know, that they know by proxy. <laughs> right. I'm sure after this conversation, there may be less of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, they're probably hanging on every word just to, mm. like, stay, you know, on the good guy side. Yeah. Um, but I have a question for you. Would you rather be the bully or the one bullied. Hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. It is tough, isn't it? Yeah. Man, I was thinking about that, and I'm thinking like, you know, nobody wants to be a bully, I guess. But I mean, some people be. do, apparently. Because <laughs> if they didn't want to be, there wouldn't be any. Well, if you have to be, you know, like they always say, some days you're the windshield, some days you're the bug. Right. Like, if you have to be one or the other, you know, are, are you going to choose the bug or are you going to choose the windshield? Well, I don't think there's a winning proposition in either one, so I don't think I would want to be either. No, but you know, like that's like in the backstory group, people always put, you know, no matter how many choices I put, um, they always add one, you know. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's true. If you, if you can't add one, if it just has to be a bully or bullied, you know, which would you choose? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question to ask. I think I will put that, you know. I'd be very curious to see what the listeners have to say about that. So, Well, I'm really curious to see what our guest has to say about his movie and uh, other things that he's doing. And we can hear his backstory and find out, uh, you know. And I can hear his accent. Gene, I want to welcome you to Backstory Sessions. We're really excited to have you as our guest today. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'd like to get a little bit of your backstory. I mean, I see like a 
lot of TV shows and such that you've been in that I love, like The Mentalist, for one. Um, yes. But I'd like to, I guess, first, like, where did you grow up and get some kind of the backstory before we get into all of that? Uh, sure. Um, I'm originally from the former Soviet Union. I uh, emigrated to the United States uh, in 1990, I was 11, and uh, so I do speak Russian fluently. A lot of the roles that I play um, are uh, Eastern European bad guys. There's a market for that, so um, that's one of the things that I do because I do speak Russian fluently. Um, I went to King Arts High School in the city, in New York City, uh, and then I went to Boston University, got my BFA in acting there, um, and um, and then I started working after that in New York. Primarily, I did a lot of theater, um, off-Broadway, regional theater, a lot of soaps, and then decided to move to Los Angeles about 17 years ago. And then, yeah, I've been working in TV and film primarily, and also uh, video games, uh, voiceovers, well, many different things. But, yeah, that's been my journey so far. So what was it like... Um moving to the u.s at 11 it was different i mean it was um i just turned 45 this was 1990 this was when the soviet union fell apart uh it was you know it was before the internet uh before cell phones it was i barely spoke any english and so i was an immigrant in new york city um it was an eye-opening experience obviously coming from a you know the communist regime um but and you know people do ask me sometimes they you know they hear my accent sometimes sometimes they don't i, I have i have a once i have a lost um um a lot of it but it's and people do ask me how how, how did that happen and I, what i've learned is that you know if you move to a new country before your voice has changed before you go through puberty theoretically you can uh lose most of your accent my brother moved at 16 he speaks with a russian accent you know arnold schwarzenegger will always talk like arnold schwarzenegger nothing he can do he can take as many classes as he wants it's not going to happen so <clears throat> there was an advantage of coming to this country uh before my voice changed so that i could play um non you know non-eastern european roles and you know and pass for an american if i have to and, and you know and also training helped you know i did go to High school for performing arts um, in the city, which is kind of a, a, a famous school, and there's a lot of training there. And Boston University as well. So, uh, but coming to U.S. was yeah, it was it was uh, it was fantastic. It was amazing. I mean, I'm very happy to be an American now. You know. Um, did you have an interest in acting before that you came here? Uh, has it always been something that you've just been drawn to? It's interesting you say that. Um, <clears throat> quite recently, my my sister-in-law got into genealogy, um, and she's re and she researched all this backstory about my great grandfather. He was like a, you know this 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 working actor and this, so it, you know and, and um, it's traveled all over the world and, and so I I think it's in my blood. I mean we're all you know my family, my brother's an artist, he's a visual artist. My father was a very gifted saxophone player. So it was always, the arts were kind of important in our family. Um, I didn't know about acting. I, I kind of dabbled in it in junior high and then 
and then yeah applied to this high school just on a whim and um got in and then yeah it was kind of after that it it, it the bug was there and i like performing and saw a career in it uh even at that age and um it all started from there and luckily i've had success uh where it you know it, it paid the bills to a degree you know that always helps well, so what was the first acting role that you had? Uh, first professional role I had was um, I just graduated college, <clears throat> and I did a play um, with some pretty big names. Now uh, it was, this was in Boston at Boston uh, at the uh, uh, Boston University Theater, a, a pretty reputable theater. It was um, a play called Dead End, um, and it was starring, uh, believe it or not, Charlie Day. He was one of the one of the main actors in that play. Uh, Charlie Day is famous for you know uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but before that he was just one of the actors. Um, also, uh, Catherine Hahn. I don't know if you know she's a very uh, successful comedic actress. She was also in that play. And at that time, this was nine. This was two thousand and one. I want to say, you know, we're all just starting out. So that was the first job I had. Um, and yeah, I, I did a lot of theater um, after that, and a lot of soaps, whatever could be done in New York. Uh, Law and Order, you know, if you don't do Law and Order in New York, that's kind of a, you know, that's yeah. you have to do one. I've done, I've done now uh, five, I want to say. Most recently, actually, I did the crossover episode of Law and Order. That was, but you have to wait, and you have to wait a certain amount of time before you can appear on uh, one of them. But I've done five, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we had a guest. Who was it, Matt? I forget now. But we had a guest once, and it was like her goal was to be on Law yeah, and Order. Yeah, she, I don't <laughs> remember who it was either. Like, she was in all kinds of things, but never able to get that role, at least at that time. So that's funny that you say that. Yeah. I think it was. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Do you like um, playing the bad guy? I know you said that, um, like you're able to fit into that character, but um, it's fun. It's more yeah. fun playing. It's more fun playing the good guy. You know, yeah. good guy. There's more rules to follow. You know, bad guy. You're more free because the whole point of uh, well, the whole point of cinema or TV or you know is is you know element of surprise. You know, it's being you know. Not knowing what the story is going to go, you know, and the good guy that, that that is kind of a little predictable. You kind of know that he has to follow certain rules and, and, and moral moral standards. And when you're a bad guy, all bets are off. You know where they where where they're coming from is entirely up to the actor. So I think that's why a lot of um, actors gravitate towards those roles. It's just more fun, more fun to kind of stretch that muscle of like, you don't know where I'm coming from, and that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So in the Mentalist, were you uh, were you that a bad guy there too? I was yes, I was a bad guy in the Mentalist. It was uh, who's you know who was his whole thing is that he was he came off as a very good guy. You know, I mean, he was uh, very very likable, uh, and it turned out that he was you know he was the villain. That was the whole twist. Um, and yeah, and it was American. You know, Dan Hollenbach. Um, and so that was also another another plus. Um, um, yeah, it was it was a cool episode. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, I just love that show. I watched like all the episodes, which is rare for me to watch a whole series of 
especially that was on for quite some time. So, um, yeah, yeah. So when I saw you were in that, I was like, oh, I remember that, you know, that episode. And I wonder, like, now that you said you played bad guys, I wondered if that was a fun thing to do. Um, because I think, I think it would be like, I, I imagine, you know, getting to do all these things you don't get to do in, you know, ordinary life. So, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Did you have a, a backup plan, like if acting didn't work, or are you a person that just doesn't believe in like the plan B, and you just have plan A and gonna make it work? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's um, not that I don't have a plan B. I have other interests. You know, I'm not. I don't define myself as an actor primarily. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a father. I, you know, I'm a uh, uh, you know, so I do have other ways um, to support myself, which is which is good. Uh, and I've been lucky, you know, I've been lucky to, like, for example, <clears throat> the video game genre has been very good to me. Um, I've done, oh, I don't know, seven or so, maybe eight uh, video games and uh, motion capture and voiceover. Uh, most famously, Call of Duty franchise. I've done like four of them uh, working on, on right uh, at the moment as well so that's that's a continuous job it's a continuous gig that um uh to a degree i mean it's still you know there's an end to it once the game, game is finished but it's been good where one ends one picks up mm-hmm. um that helps you know and also residuals you know that's something that's- that actors the more you do the more shows you do the more uh residuals you get um it's not a lot you know obviously when the time goes by you get less I still get residuals, believe it or not, from, you know, soaps I did 20 years ago. And it's a check from, you know, Ethiopia or no joke, like <laughs> Indonesia, where they showed it like maybe, you know, and I get a check for like a cent. And it's like, why even bother sending it? The, the stamp costs more than the residual. But they, that's that's the law. That's the rules. So mm-hmm. you get these checks. But, you know, like um, – you know, Captain America, Civil War, that's one of the other things that I've done. Uh, Marvel movies, those are good because they play everywhere and, and constantly. And um, So, yeah, so there's many means and ways. And and that's why our union is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a strong supporter of, of our union, especially what, you know, happened recently. Yeah. You know, the solidarity and, you know, that we've shown and, uh, and the results that, you know, it's, you know, um, it's all, it's temporary. It's only for three years. Um, but yeah, that's why we have a union is to be able to, you know, get paid fairly and, and be able to survive. It's hard surviving as an actor. I mean, as you, you know, it's like a, it's, it's a gig, it's a gig, uh, uh, job. It's not, it's not constant. Right. You know? So you have to constantly be searching and looking and being rejected is, uh, you know, is something you just have to get past and not a lot of people you know, have the stomach because you got to, if you really want to roll, you got to go for it. Right. And then if you like, but you have to drop the need once it's done, it's not in your hands. Not somebody for somebody else to decide right. uh, whether you get it or not, you know? So. Um, so has there been a role that you really wanted that, that you didn't get? And then every role, that I that I don't get I want um, I mean I know what you're I know what you're asking but so many I mean honestly um, but that's that's part of the job because you know when you do get it 
you know, it's uh, it's gratifying and there's a, you know, but then the real work begins. You're like, oh, shit, I got it. Pardon my French. I should wash my language. But, <laughs> you know, like, uh, oh, no, I got it. I got it. Now I have to work, you know, like really bring it, you know. Um, uh, but, yeah, there's there's many roles that I wanted that I didn't get. So what advice do you give when people ask you about how do you how do you get that thick skin that you have to have to accept the rejection and just keep going on? I don't know. I think it's just experience. I think if you just get it, if you get rejected long enough, you just that's you kind of accept it. There's no you have to let, you have to let it go. Like you, there's no point hanging on. You know, there's really isn't because. You know, it. I don't mean to go philosophical, but you know, it's it's done. Like, what do you do? You have to move on. So, what's the point of pining about it? What's the point? And the sooner you can realize that and just bring it and 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 be prepared. That's the thing is that if you don't want to feel the pain of rejection, you got to be prepared better than the other guy. Mm. And preparation doesn't mean like memorizing your lines. Anybody can do that. You know, that's not it. That's what people always ask. Well, how do you memorize all those lines? That's that's the easy part. What do you mean? You have to you have to make it believable. That's mm-hmm. the hard part, mm-hmm. you know. And and, how, and the work that goes into that is is all the other stuff, like imagining what you know, substituting people and you know places and situations and you know where's it you know where's it in your body and all this like acting stuff that you learn in school and acting class and. You know the moment before and, and all that and, and how does it fit into the story you know it's not just what you want to bring to it but how does it fit into the story you know right. so it's but um how do you get over the you just have to be really prepared and just bring it all and, and um and when it's done you have to just accept that you do your best and it's up to the gods and when it comes around a callback oh okay cool all right well, i did something good and, you know, and then you have to go again. And and the thing about the callbacks is you have to make it fresh again. You can't just do exactly what you did um, because that's stale. And a lot of times, that's what actors kind of you know callbacks is where they um, they they want to see that you're flexible. They want to see that you're not just stuck in an idea. You know, so. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting process, and but the sooner the actor can realize that, at the end of the day, you have no control. The only power you have as an actor, honestly, if you're auditioning, is the power to say no, and no means I don't want to audition for that. Mm. I'm cool. That's the only power you have, and the power to say yeah, I got it, but you know I'm still I'm gonna pass. You know, and that's dangerous because if you've accepted the audition, they're going to, you know, they're like, hey, can you do it? You know, but then the day that's the only power you have, whether it's up, whether you get the role or not, um, depends on so many variables. Mm-hmm. And you have to just enjoy it. You have to look at auditioning like acting, like you have to see it as an opportunity just to just to have fun and just to enjoy what it is, that, you know, not not to get the role. The minute you start thinking how what, I'm going to get the role or what do I have to do to get the role? What do they want to see? No, 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 no. You're not playing an idea. Like, how would you do this? Mm. If you were in this situation, just and do that truthfully in front of a camera and other people watching you, you know, that's, mm. so those are not obviously. 
Um, I was curious, uh, how uh, are your kids old enough to understand that you're an actor, and how do they, you know, what do they think about? <laughs> oh, what a great question! Of course, they know I'm an actor. And, uh, <laughs> my older one is already; she's a <clears throat> wants to be an actress it's an, uh, and an art director and, and many other things. But she's, um, you know, she's in a conservatory, and she's, you know, she's. What do you think? Acting classes, and, and I want to—I don't want to get into it, get her into the business quite yet. I think she's still too young, but she's already like, "Daddy, well, I want to do it." And, <laughs> um, and you know, when I go and I shoot something, they're—you know—they're curious, um, but they get it. They watch. They want. They're not—you know—you can't. How can you not watch TV? Yeah. You yeah. know, nowadays or film, so they—they they understand what it is. Yeah, yeah, I was just curious if they're like, oh, yeah, my dad's in that. And... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, and they tell their fans, oh, my dad's in the Captain America movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, you don't have to tell them that. It's not the first thing you say. It's like, hi, how are you? You know? Oh, and my dad's in Captain America. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. All right, Kat, what's next? So, Abigail, let's talk about that coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's. Yes, that's right. There's a movie called Abigail. What's you know, what is that? Let's talk yes. about that. So how did you hear and become involved in this project? Okay, so um, uh, I did a movie. Oh man, what year was that? This was five years ago. I want to say. Um, um, oh my God, I'm blanking out on the name. With uh, Ava um, and Brian. It was a was uh with my daughter in that film. Oh my god, what's the name of that film? Oh jeez, it's about it's a space drama. Um, and um, I'll remember it in a second. <clears throat> Took my tongue, but uh, and we met uh, uh, then. Brian was you know was there on, on set. Brian is the executive producer of Abigail, and Ava is a star of Abigail who plays Abigail, uh, Ava Contrell. Um, and we made a connection, became friends. And uh, when this role came up, they called me and they said, "Would you be interested?" And I said, "Of course." Uh, it's, uh, once again, is to play um, Ava's. Uh, well, I shouldn't get into the whole uh, plot line, but yeah. Uh, well, no, I should. I guess yes. Yeah, it's it's the her father in this film, and uh, yeah, that's how it came to be. And so was it filmed in, so it takes place in Alabama as the setting. Was it filmed in Alabama or was it? No, it was filmed in Northern California in Oakdale, uh, uh, near San Francisco area, the Bay. Um, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's uh, past for Alabama. <laughs> How we shot it. It was, it was really, it was really well shot. <laughs> I believe we're in Alabama. How about that? <laughs> uh, and so, what was the weather like? Um, oh, it was cold, and we had to pretend that it wasn't. Um, yeah, it was, that's that's a good question. How, wow, did you know this? Did you did you talk to did you talk to Ava? Oh man! Oh wow! I'm uh, getting to the bottom of you know feeling like Alabama, so they'll know I've asked. Oh man, that's a good question because that's exactly what it felt like, and I, I didn't even think about that question. Um, uh, yes, it was cold, um, and it was uh, uh, especially at night. There was a lot of night night shoots because you know it's a uh, it's a it's a you know, revenge horror thriller. Um, so um, 
yeah, it was very, very cold. We had to pretend like it wasn't. That was an art. We're, we're huddled, you know, <laughs> uh, by the by the, by the heaters. With a lot of like those thermal things you put in your in your gloves and your shoes and your back uh, to keep us warm. Yeah, it was cool. So this centers around bullies, I guess, and getting revenge on them. Um, so did you grow up like with bullies around? Do you think? That- uh, me personally, I mean, sure, a little bit. Um, not not that much. Uh, I did get bullied. Uh, being um, a Russian immigrant, right? For a little bit, there was some there was some you know your kami or whatever kind of talk, which is normal, you know, pinko that kind of stuff. Um, I didn't take it too seriously, and there was enough immigrants where I where I grew up in Queens, where that that didn't bother me. Um, so yeah, not not that much, but I, I am aware that you know, um, especially nowadays, like cyberbullying, that's that's a big problem. So I think that movie is relevant in that sense, um, and it cautions against you know, you don't know you don't know who you're bullying and what the what the end result might be. So it, hopefully. You know, people get that message away from it. Yeah, because it really um, was quite the quite the uh, experience for if, if you you know the person that's getting revenge on in this movie, um, it really might make you think if you were bullying someone that you know it might not be a good idea. May I ask you have you have you guys seen the film by any chance? You know. Uh, we have. I have not seen Actually, the trailer. I saw the trailer. Trailer. Only. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Get to see the film. Uh, but yeah. it, you know, it looks fascinating. Um, the trailer is very well done, and it, of course, piques your interest to want to know. Yeah. So, um, what's it like playing in that type movie? Um, do you like horror movies and darker? kinds of things it's yeah i mean it's it's uh especially because you have to find you know horror what is horror what is that what, what, what you know when you're playing um that genre you have to find the truth even in that otherwise it just it becomes comical you know what i mean it becomes right. like it becomes cheesy you know that that's and and to make it real you have to uh build the tension and you have to you know yes it there's some creative filmmaking that you have to do, you know, um, you know, uh, kind of bring the audience along with you on the story and then uh, and shock them and right moments with the right music, with the right lighting, with the right pace, with the right editing, um, you know, costumes, you know, uh, obviously, you know, uh, special effects and, 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 and makeup and blood and. So there's a lot of elements that go into it, and it's fun. It's fun, like when that, like when that machine kind of comes together, you know. And you know, let, let's say there's like a lot of blood involved and gore, and you know, so it's, continuity is a cool thing. You know, you, you know, it's it's fun to see behind the scenes of, you know, a movie like Abigail, where you, you know, we're all just hanging out, like having burgers, and but you know, we're all just drenched. In, in blood and you know it's just it's the contrast is you know we're all smiling and it's just you know but so there's um that's fun 
you know, what's, what, why not? It's like Halloween. I mean, who doesn't want to dress up and pretend it's Halloween, yeah. you know, uh, for, for, for a month or whatever it was, you know, the shoot, the, the shoot date. Um, of course it's fun. Yeah. So do you like comedy? Um, do you like acting and comedy? Um, I do. I've done more comedy in like in, uh, when I was in theater, I've done a lot more, um, than in um but i've done i've done some comedy i've done actually um uh, uh this pepsi max campaign uh which was pretty popular it's actually one of the commercials the very first one is you know it won all these awards for like the best you know commercial in europe and it shows everywhere and um and that's and, and there's a you know uh and probably have done like five or six of those so those are uh probably my favorite things to do it's kind of the short form you know mm-hmm. you only have about a two minutes to grab the audience with a story they're all different it's follows this, this trio and it's uh, uh, uh tom link the other actor and steven uh steve tally who's kind of you know he's also named mm-hmm. you know, a lot of work in comedy um and uh that, that's always fun you know uh but i haven't done any serious like in a in a, in a uh, feature film, not yet. I'd be. I would love to do that. We'll see. Do you have any uh, directorial aspirations? Possibly. Um, I possibly do. I don't know. Um, hasn't. Um, uh, maybe down the line. I, I think I still enjoy acting. I think when I when I when I when I know about directing, yeah. seeing what they do. Oh man, that's. Jesus, that's no, no, no. That's uh, that's a that's like that's insane. I mean, any director who no, that's well. Think about think about what, what exactly a director does. Okay, yeah. a director, like it's they have to know everything. They have to be they have to you know they have to be kind of have their fingers in every pie. Yeah, and they're everyone, somebody's always coming to them with some question, whether it's an actor or whether it's so they're always being split in a thousand directions. You know, oh, and there's just it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. I don't even know how directors that uh, that that write and that star like in their own movies. That's that's just that's just <laughs> mas- that's like masochism. Like, yeah. You don't you don't you don't have a life. Like what do you like? That's it's like I, I saw what is that uh, Stallone? What, yeah, Sly. Whatever that documentary about. How, I was, I, oh man, so much respect for that guy. Not that I did it before, but like wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I'm so sure maybe, it's a lot. so maybe, yeah. So maybe I'll direct, but I, I don't know. I kind of like my sanity for the time <laughs> being. Um, have you? Did you ever think about moving out to the West Coast and, uh, you know, being out there? Well, I'm in the West Coast. Oh, oh I'm here. sorry. I yeah, you're... yeah, that's okay. No, no, no. Yeah, there. I was in New York. No, no, no I was in New York, uh, and I moved out here 17 years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a. I still have my New York um, uh, pace. How I talk. Yeah. So I, I, I do. Uh, I might have slipped that in there. You might not heard. But yeah, I've been. I've been on out west for seventeen years. I'm in Los Angeles right now. Ah, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Cat. We got time for one more question. Oh my goodness! So it's, it's always hard when there's only one more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go with that. Uh, because we're looking at the new year, you know, be, it will be here soon. Um, 
what is something that as you look to the new year that you need to start and another thing you need to stop and another thing that you need to continue wow <laughs> uh start stop continue um great question um okay i think uh huh well i need to start as I, I think i need to um start focusing on not on and not that i do that as, as much but i've I, I can even improve upon that scale of really focusing on uh, the successes and the on the and the and the, and the uh those stepping stones and 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 uh, you know putting my hat on things i've done and that i'm, I'm continuing to do and be proud and um cont- you know and not not be so self-deprecating because that that is something that actors do you know there's and uh now that i uh i've learned to like I said, move on and, and let let things go. So that is just continue in that direction, you know, and that's all the same thing, which is, you know, when you say start, stop, continue, it's all uh, uh, within the same flow, which is just do your work uh, and, and continue to progress and get better as an artist, as an actor, uh, and let go of control, let go and stop, you know, uh, uh, trying to control the outcome um and then let let the cards fall where they may you know because at the end of the day we're only here for a brief time let's just be honest mm-hmm. you know this is this life is we think we're going to live forever but it's not it's going to end so you know it's how much more you know you know years do we really have to you know to worry about what could have been just it's if it's meant to be it's meant to be i'll do my best you know, I'm happy with my, how my career has gone so far. Um, I'm sure I won't stop. And when my time is, is is done, it's done. So I think that's the lesson here is, you know, just to do the work. Um, and as they say, was it, uh, 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 chop wood, carry water. I don't know if you know that expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's, and then, and, and let the universe, you know, help you out when it, when, when it wants to. And hopefully, uh, you know, you, 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 you have successes and you have, downfalls but hopefully you get up and continue mm-hmm. what's next for you um i'm, I'm working on the next uh, call of duty franchise mm-hmm. um that's exciting um some of other projects i can't uh um talk about. there's one other project i can't really talk about in detail uh so we'll see we'll see what happens but primarily the, the call of duty i'm really excited about cool that's awesome yeah yeah thank you so much guys appreciate it well i i think you you can't leave without at least saying something in russian because uh, <laughs> we had this thing then where i like said hello in different languages to listeners in other countries so um I don't yeah know. yeah sure yeah i can say a few things in russia i can uh, yeah the спасибо большое yeah было очень приятно познакомиться в общем спасибо за отличное интервью I heard thank you very much absolutely have a great night guys appreciate it thank you sir appreciate your time bye 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 bye
As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to cat at irateplays at outlook.com or you can write to me at backstorysessions at gmail.com or matt at level11ventures.com. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.